Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So, Hormone Harmony is for any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances, and it's perfect for symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep, and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone if you know what I mean, and also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause. So yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things and for a limited time you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code MAGIC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code magic for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you. Okay, this is pretty awesome. So if you are into science-backed products when it comes to your health, your gut health, but also woman-owned products, I must introduce you to Equilibria. I'm so thankful I discovered them this year. I mean, Equilibria, they help you take on your wellness journey knowing that you have a dedicated one-on-one -on -one support to help you achieve your goals. So it's not like you're just taking a pill mindlessly. You actually get one-on-one -on -one support. That's awesome. And their signature product, which is EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense, it comes in a convenient three-in-one capsule form. And so this is specifically formulated to bolster digestive health and fortify gut barrier protection, among other benefits. And we know that a balanced gut not only enhances our immunity, but also contributes to our overall mental well-being and our quality of sleep, of course, having efficient digestion and even radiant skin. But what distinguishes Equilibria's probiotic supplement is its meticulous selection, which is tailored to women's health needs. And of course, like I said, science-backed, and they're also ensuring affordability without compromising potency. And as someone who once struggled pretty severely with gut health issues for years, I intensified my focus on gut health in I'd say around 2020 and I'm thrilled to have recently discovered these products this year as of course they're backed by research for women's well-being they're women-owned and they support overall microbiome health warding off harmful bacteria and enhancing our nutrient absorption so head to myeq.com and use code magic for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more that's myeq.com and use code magic at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. Sort of surf and ride the waves, the ups and downs of life, you will have a better handle on life and you are able to take your power back. For many years, I was very insecure about it. I felt ashamed of it, just equally as I felt very ashamed of my perception of failure as it related to my fashion business. So I've had to teach myself, you know, the last 10 years or so, how to be vulnerable, how to release the shame and guilt, whether it was of my my body image, my business, my identity, whatever, and forgive myself, uh, forgive others and practice gratitude. I have good days, I have bad days, but I also know people have it worse. Some people have it better. And I've learned to just figure out how to take some of my power back in terms of my disease. Now let the magic begin. Hello and Jaima, Jaimayomis. It is Raquel. And also, you know what? I never introduced the podcast, so I might as well right now. Hi, welcome to Your Own Magic, the podcast. 
Here, we talk a lot about the soul, exploring your soul's truth and walking in your own light as you make a great, profound impact on this earth like you were indeed called to do and you already are, but not gonna lie, a lot of these episodes help bring awareness to the fact that you have a very grand soul purpose, a soul mission, and I'm just excited to you know, ignite that fire within you a little bit if it hasn't been already. And so, that way, you unleash your own magic for the world to see. And we've had many, many powerful souls on this podcast from goddesses like Byron Katie, Gabby Bernstein, Lisa Nichols, and also many powerful men like Shaman Derek, Paul Selig, Trevor Hall, and many more. And today we have another queen, Dana Max with two X's and that is her full name her full first name Dana Max she is the creator of the be happy project which according to her Instagram bio is a positive platform featuring content that inspires inner happiness self-love and personal growth so if you haven't ever heard of the be happy project i highly 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 recommend you pause for a second to just get a feel for it by checking out her instagram at the be happy project which of course is linked in the show notes it's wonderful she's magical and her message is beyond powerful as it brings a lot of ease to the soul and so on this episode we talk about a variety of topics from the beauty of what the universe has in store for you, even if it's slightly different than perhaps you might envision or whatever you initially pictured as you were dreaming about your life, as you do dream about your life, along with navigating one's own mental and physical health and how we can integrate spiritual tools to help bring more ease and peace to the chaotic lens. And both of us get very vulnerable and open up about a lot when it comes to our own mental and physical health. And Dana, she has had quite the journey, such inspiring journey since the young age of seven years old. So I have nothing but deep admiration for her and the woman that she is today and the message that she shares, that she spreads. Also, I wanted to do a giveaway for anybody who shares this episode. I'm going to select one person to receive my favorite tarot deck, which is the Rumi tarot deck by Alana Fairchild. So the way to win is simply just follow me and Dana Max on our Instagrams and share this episode and I'm going to send one of you the Rumi tarot deck. Also to note that this episode is sponsored by Hum Nutrition, where you can receive 20% off when you go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC at checkout, but more on Hum later in this episode. Also, I know that I haven't read, it's been a minute, it's been a minute since I've read a review. Last week I did shout out several at once because I was like, you know what? I haven't read a review for a minute, so I'm just gonna batch shout out pretty much everybody. Well, I didn't get everybody, but a good amount of people. But this week, I'm going to actually take a minute to shout someone out because I used to do that often in the past, and like I said, it's been a minute. But I will indeed do this from time to time, even though I do read all the reviews. This is something I recommend for anybody that has a podcast or any other platform if it's an option. So with podcasting, you can click on the most favorable, so that way you don't have to read any of the one stars or two stars, you know? If someone has a critique, they can just email me directly, which I also always welcome critiques because that's just feedback is the way you grow and it's not personal. It's truly just the way for a podcast to grow. So I always welcome critiques and feedback personally, but I wouldn't read it if it was on the actual review page because I just want to honor the most favorable and I'm so thankful for all the five stars. So yeah, I highly recommend if anybody has a platform to just focus on the positives and the people that you really are helping because anybody that does send a negative review, of course, they're just, they're having a hard time and it's really not personal towards you. And that's something I just, I just wanted to put that out there for anybody who needed to hear it. It's just something to not feed into, but of course, 
thank you so much for all of those who share their five-star reviews and I hope whatever business you have your heart and soul thrown into also receives an abundance of love as well as it deserves. So, and it will, and it will because you're living your truth whether it does right now or if it does later down the road. But this one is from Mish Kramer and she gave the podcast five stars. She said, this podcast makes me feel grounded. So Mish, thank you. And Mish writes, I love the energy of this podcast. I found myself listening to it when I need comfort or something grounding. Raquel is such a calming voice and has so many interesting views. I love listening to these episodes with an open mind and I always feel better after listening. <laughs> and I always feel better after reading reviews like this. So Mish, thank you so much. I deeply appreciate you. And I'm also honored to bring some sense of grounding into your world. Without further ado, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Dana Max of the Be Happy Project. because this is already good even though yeah. who knows how much of the beginning we'll get but Dana Max Dana I'm glad that you <laughs> answered that email because my grandma she was Dana and so I knew I was like I'm gonna call her Dana Max and then she'd be like uh it's Dana so I had to I appreciate you asking because people usually just I don't know they either come up with weird names for me or they just call me Dana and my first name is Dana Max so I really appreciate you asking and even clarifying the first name like you went like full throttle on that so thank you <laughs> good I'm glad well and I did mess up I think I ended an email saying thanks Dana or hi Dana or something you're like oh Dana Max is like that is the coolest name I'm sure you get that all the time but I love it I love it did your mama name you that thank you yeah my um my great grandmother was Dana and I had a grandfather and great grandfather named Max. So they didn't think I'd be a Dana. They didn't think I'd be a Max. So they put a hyphen between the two and they added two X's <laughs> on the Max for the two Maxes. So that's how they did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> well, you know what? People also, they'll call me Raquel. Yeah. At least, at least you have a better spelling name in a sense. <laughs> a lot of people see my name and they don't, they don't know how to pronounce it. Seriously, probably 80% of the people that see my name because it's not that common. A, it's a common name, but it's not. That's true. You know? That's, do you go by Roxy? So, I, I do know someone. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I know someone with the same first name, like one person and she goes by Rocky. So I figured out now. I mean, my closest friends call me Rocky. You are more than welcome to call me Rocky. I because that. I love when people call me Rocky. Oh, okay. So you, I'll call you Rocky and you can call me DM if you want or Dana Max, whatever floats your boat. I'm not going to lie. I love Dana Max. Go for it. It's just such a, it's a cool flow. Like DM is, is that's cool. But uh, Deanna, Dana Max, I mean, I, I'm living for that. I love Aww. it. I love it. Right. Right. Rocky and Dana Max, we'll, we'll go, we'll go that direction. That's amazing. Sounds good. We're good. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. So I'm stalking your page and I, you're phenomenal. No wonder so many people flock to you. Oh, you're so, well, the feeling is mutual. So I feel like you and I hit it off from day one. So I really, you know, I just am so grateful for this and um, what you're doing is phenomenal. So thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm blushing. <laughs> what you're doing <laughs> and we must thank Abby for hooking us up. Thank you. Abby. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Allie, who's a Wonder Woman herself. So she is indeed, of course, okay. of course, and so are you. So I can't wait for everybody to hear all about you. But first, just to uh, break the ice, well, I guess we've already broken the ice. But the first question that I usually ask is, what lights you up most in this season of your life? Ooh, what lights me up? Um, you know. I'm a big believer of finding joy in little moments. So, um, and I'm, I'm pretty multifaceted. So a lot of different things and people, um, you know, I miss honestly, like the social connection of everything, yeah. but, um, my, my daughter lights me up. She's two and she's oh. amazing. So yeah. Probably her number one, but <laughs> yeah, she would be your number one. Mamas always say that their kids are the number one. I can't wait one day. And I'm glad that you one said day. that because that has been my theme today. Today has been one of those days where it's like, and I think this will be good for the podcast, the listeners to hear. And I'm sure that you've had many experiences like that where whatever could go wrong will. And so what I do is I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to be super thankful for the little things that do go well, or just, I'm really happy about. And for whatever reason, I feel like 
there has been a turn in the momentum of the negative trajectory that I was going down. <laughs> mm, I, I love that that is taking a turn for the better. That's yep. that's amazing. Yeah, it's it, you know, and I believe in the law of attraction too. So what Absolutely. you put out is what you get back. So you must be putting out some good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> good juju. Well, and you clearly are too, because I'm telling you, Aww. you're living your dharma. You're living your truth. And I love it. Aww, so I'd love for your story is incredible. And I don't want to butcher it. I'd rather hear it <laughs> from your voice first. And yeah, wherever you want to begin, because there are many chapters. There are many chapters. Well, I guess I can start with how I started the Be Happy Project, which was um, I had a dream since I was about seven years old of becoming this big time fashion designer with my own company. Um, pretty much like I wanted to be the next Diane von Furstenberg. That was my dream. I used to do vision boards on it. And um, like I went to FIT. I was a designer for... Mark Jacobs, Betsy Johnson. Wow. Yeah. And I sketched as early as seven years old. I used to take classes at FIT in high school as well. And so I was on the the trajectory of creating this reality. Um, and it was very exciting. And I started my own fashion company um, in 2007. And I had it for um, a little less than a decade. And um, at, at one point, it we were doing very well. Um, we were selling to stores across the U.S. and internationally. We were selling, you know, dressing every celebrity, and we were in a ton of publications. So, so amazing. Thank you. It was a huge, um, you know, success is, uh, I've learned, it's it's dependent on the person. So to the outside world, it looked like we were doing so well because we were all over the place. Um, but internally, I wasn't really happy and I was struggling and the company was struggling. So um, around 2015, I had to make a very difficult decision to close my business. And when I did, I, I went through so much grief and loss. The only way I can describe it was I felt like I lost the love of my life of like 25 years. So um, for me, yeah, it, that really was the love of my life. And um, I suddenly lost myself and I had, I realized that my happiness was tied to my career, my whole life. And I went through years of talk therapy and um, around the time that I closed my business, I started the Be Happy Project sort of just as an outlet for myself. And in addition, I came from a world where people's word did not mean much, unfortunately, and I wanted the written word to be impactful and to have meaning. So I also wanted to find something with more purpose. So I started it with like one post and maybe 20 likes and it just, it grew from there. And now I think we're at like 445,000 followers. <laughs> it's insane. And like the engagement is super high and we have such a loyal community. And so, you know, a large part of it was just, um, I named it the Be Happy Project because you have to learn how to just be happy. You can't find happiness through a man, through a, a boyfriend or girlfriend, through um, a career, through a promotion. Like it has to be internal and then it's long lasting. And it's really like collecting moments of joy creates eternal happiness. That's that's my theory. So I've been uh, discovering all this for the last six years or so through the Be Happy Project. So. And I'm sure that once you recognize this as part of your message, the universe was like, all right, now let's let you really <laughs> believe this message. That often happens. Yeah, you know, it's, um, I really had, I lost my identity and I had to figure out how to reclaim my life and rebuild my world and my happiness. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of time and therapy and consistent practice, but I've been consistent about it. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> You're a warrior. You're a freaking warrior, Dana Max, seriously. And again, like speaking of the universe, the universe also probably wanted you to experience the first love of your life, the love of your life, which was basically in a sense, maybe the first love of your life. And, then of course, like from that, it was like, all right, you learned from this. We wanted you to experience this. And now off to your real purpose, which is going to inspire hundreds of thousands to millions. Oh, I love, you know, I, you're making me feel so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I, I always, my, my thing throughout even having my fashion company, I would go, I was a mentor at FIT 
uh, a mentor at uh, LIM. So I was always speaking to groups of students and inspiring them. Um, and so now I just have a larger platform in a way to do that. And it has really, truly more meaning and purpose to it. And, um, you know, when I get a message from even just one person, I feel like I'm, I'm doing something right. So it's it feels really good. You are 1000% doing something right. And that's why you're here because people are honestly, especially during this time, Dana Max, like during this time, I too will sometimes get tested by the universe a lot or just, I don't know if I want to say tested, but there's just challenges that arise because of this new era and being hypersensitive. And so a message like yours really can help a lot of people. What do you like advice people do during this time when they just feel so overstimulated from what everything's going on and they're just feeling like the floor hasn't ripped under them. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people feel that way right now. It's a very challenging time. And I, I usually advise people to practice the art of the pause. So if, you know, we all have an inner critic slash mean girl slash mean boy, whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, it tends to try to dictate our next steps in the way that we feel and think. And so I try and just take a step back, take a deep breath and pause. I don't let my emotions speak for me. I want to have the, the moment to really think about things and then come back to it. So when things feel challenging, which is okay, like let yourself feel. Feelings are temporary. They're visitors, they're guests. Allow them to stay, but don't allow them to overstay their stay. So, you know, you, you can step away and step out of it. Um, so that that's pretty much what I tell people. I love that. The art of the pause. That truly is so powerful. Seriously, even if you have to like step aside, let's say you work in an office and you need to just step aside. I used to, when I did work in an office to practice that art of the pause, which I definitely didn't call because I didn't even know what I was doing. I just needed it. But <laughs> like, I would go down to the garage space into my car and just pretend mm-hmm. like I had to go to the restroom or something and just like stay in my car for a bit just so I could collect my self and also process things before I went back into the office space. Uh, so you, you had enough awareness to do it. You may not have had a name and that's fine. You just, but you still practiced it and that's, and did you feel better? Oh, absolutely. I feel like people that are extra sensitive to a lot of things naturally just tend to do that, whether they're aware of it consciously or not. Yeah. And it's, it's a healthy way to cope. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, you know, I have different coping tools that I just keep in my toolbox and, and that's what I use. And that's one of them. Them. And, um, you know, I, I think breath work yes. and, um, and or meditation is very helpful. I choose breath work. And, um, you know, I, I think all of that, anything to calm your nerves. And so you're not stuck in a place of overthinking and overstimulating yourself is, is key. Absolutely. And I usually turn to meditation, but yep. for whatever reason, I have this feeling that I need to do more breath work versus meditation because they're so similar, but at the same time, mm-hmm. so different. And I feel like I've, I mean, yeah, meditation's my go-to, but there's some, I think that there's a little more to experience and to release through breath work. There is. And uh, someone said to me, you know, if you see like little kids, like my daughter is a good example. They, they do a lot of belly breathing, you know, all their breath comes from the belly. And we need to practice that because it allows the flow in our body to move better and it also calms our nerves. And so I do find it really, really helpful if I'm in a place of feeling um, my body get sort of agitated or tightly wound about something. I just practice the pause and practice some breath work. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And you also have a piece of your story as well that I'm really curious to hear from your voice as well when it comes to what you experienced as a child from seven years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I was seven, um, besides, you know, sketching and and knowing at a very early age that I wanted to be a fashion designer, I also um, developed and was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And so living with a chronic illness for now 31 years has completely impacted um, the way that I look at life. I treat others and I treat myself. And um, it's not easy. I think most people don't really understand what type one diabetes is, but it's every second of every day. I'm my, my blood sugars um, tend to have a control over me, so I've had to teach myself how to ride the wave. And um, 
you know, I think that goes along for most things in life. If you can teach yourself how to just sort of surf and ride the waves, the ups and downs of life, you will have a better handle on life and you are able to take your power back. And so um, for many years, I was very insecure about it. I felt ashamed of it, um, just equally as I felt very ashamed of my perception of failure as it related to my fashion business. So I've had to teach myself, you know, the last 10 years or so, um, how to be vulnerable, how to release the shame and guilt, whether it was of my my body image, um, my business, my identity, whatever, and forgive myself, uh, forgive others and practice gratitude. And, you know, there I have good days, I have bad days, but I also know people have it worse. Some people have it better. And um, I've learned to just figure out how to take some of my power back in terms of my disease. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so much I can take from that entire <laughs> paragraph or whatever statement you just said. That was wow. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> when you were taking your power back and seeing these insecurities pop up from time to time, what are some tools or how did you like navigate through that? I'm sure it was different, but you know, a lot of people deal with body image issues and career yeah. doubts or a lot of failure as well, which can actually be such a beautiful thing, you know, yep. all of it's a beautiful thing. And then also having to focus on your body at all times. But yeah, so how did you navigate through all that? So it, it does take practice, good support system, I would say, and just, yeah. you know, kicking that inner critic to the curb as often as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I've learned that besides riding the wave, um, just sort of living in gratitude, practicing gratitude every day, counting my blessings. Um, in terms of body image, I try and like flip the script. So for example, like I have broad shoulders and I was just sharing this with someone actually yesterday. I have broad shoulders and, and sometimes in my life, people have actually made fun of it. Oh, you have really broad shoulders. And I felt very masculine, but I've decided to flip the script and I've sort of like trained my mind to say, you know what? These broad shoulders are beautiful, even if I don't think they are at times. They're beautiful. They allow me to lift my daughter up. They allow me to lift heavy things. Um, I look good in like V-neck shirts and it shows off my, you know, shoulders. And so it, it gives me a feeling of strength. So anytime I've dealt with um, sort of the lows, I've tried to flip the script. And I've also learned to um, share my truth. So if my blood sugars are low or high, I know that impacts the way that I'm functioning. And so to someone else, it may seem like, oh, something's wrong with her. Is she okay? Is she not smart? Whatever they may be thinking because they don't know what's underneath. I, you know, people are not mind readers. Unless you tell them, they're going to usually assume something. So I've learned to just tell them my truth. Hey, I'm a type one diabetic and I'm not feeling so well right now. Can you give me a minute? Yes. Yeah, you know, just different ways to take your power back. And you sort of collect all these tools in a toolbox. You don't need that many tools. You can use these different tools in, in various yeah. situations. And once you have them, it just becomes more natural and just practice. Practice with like a friend or, you know, someone you trust. And it just becomes easier. You truly just reprogrammed your mind, rewired your mind to be yeah. something yeah. that our mind will look at ourselves in the mirror and just not see beauty, not see whatever we think mm -hmm. that we should be, even though we are. And it's literally only because it's our mind that's telling us, us this from whatever we picked up from society or Instagram or whatever. So it's yep. just like you said, living in gratitude and just reminding yourself, making little affirmations to yourself. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I forget to do that or I just don't pay attention, yep. I slip back. And it's one of those back and forths. Okay. You just always get back on that horse and you just remember. It's okay. Like it's okay if, you know, you forget to do it every now and again. We're all human. We're like perfectly imperfect humans. And so um, sometimes what I do if I'm feeling really down on myself, I'll reach out to, you know, uh, my husband or, you know, a close friend or my family member and say like, hey, what do you think of this? And they remind me of my goodness and my worth if in moments where I'm not reminding myself. Um, or, you know, I know compliments are hard for people. So if someone gives you a compliment, just instead of just saying thank you, because sometimes that feels weird, you can say thank you. I think you're beautiful too. And that's what I do. Like if you give me a compliment, I try and bounce it 
right, give it right back to you because it's not in a fake way. It's in a, a true way, because I think that we're all, all of us are all of these things. And so um, it takes some of the relief and edge off of it too. So that's another tool. You did that. <laughs> you did that to me earlier today. And I loved oh, it. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it becomes like second nature. Once you just start doing it, that inner critic yep. Yep. just gets so quiet. Plus the fact that you are supporting other people. And I honestly think that what goes around comes mm -hmm. around, obviously. Yeah. Interruption, just a very brief interruption to talk about and thank our sponsor of this episode, who you've heard me talk about probably 444 times by now. But Hum, Hum Nutrition has been a loyal sponsor since pretty much day uno. And they are helping millions with one of our greatest assets our physical vessel. If you didn't know, Hum was actually birthed from founders that were struggling with skin and other breakouts. After doing everything that the doctor prescribed and trying out all the different lotions and yada yada, they just really wanted to find something that was a bit more natural, more pure, but also very high quality. And that is where Hum was born initially for the skin, but they have branched out to help a variety of other problems or conditions such as gut issues like their gut instinct supplement which I have definitely used many times as it contains 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and provides 30 vegan capsules for a 30 day supply. But there are a variety of other supplements as well that people love to go to and of course many of them are vegan. One of their more popular ones which I also enjoy is their flatter me pill which helps decrease the bloating and break down the proteins and carbs and fiber and fats and lactose I guess is if you eat that to help you digest because it's a blend of digestive enzymes, including ginger and fennel and peppermint. And I talk about these because for me, my gut had always been my greatest issue. But again, there are a variety of other ones such as hair, skin, nails, metabolism, sleep, and aging. But one thing that I really appreciate is that they connect you with a free personal nutritionist before you even choose one so that way you can choose the right micronutrient to support whatever your beautiful vessel needs. And I know there are people from all over the world that listen to this podcast, so they don't only deliver to America, wherever you're at, they likely serve. So go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC, M-A-G-I-C, for 20% off. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. And now enjoy the rest of this episode. Oh, yes. You you hit the nail on the head. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love that you said that you now share your truth. You're like, look, I'm type one diabetic. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if that doesn't shut someone up, I don't know what would. But also, people are really honoring other people's boundaries more and more. Yes. And that's just what you just said. Creating healthy, loving boundaries is, is part of yeah. that toolbox, too. So, And I totally honor other people's when they have something coming up too. Yeah. You know, I just, I went through a lot of, um, and listen, the only way I think to get to this point with, with things is to go through the negative situations and, and find out the hard way. And that's, that's life. That's, you know, I, I take failure now and I don't look at it as failure. I take it and I look at it as a, an opportunity for growth. So anything where I feel like, Oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. I'm like, you know what, this is an opportunity for growth right now. What can I learn from this? Or else the universe is going to keep throwing this my way in a different version. So I got to learn real quick. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And so that's, uh -huh. that's how we have, we have to reprogram our minds. One thing I've also noticed is that whatever we're learning, it doesn't mean that we have to succeed from that or, or, su mm -hmm. or succeed in that or fail whenever I, I don't want to say a test, but some sort of challenge comes our way. And, you know, we're learning this lesson, but honestly, we'll still learn and perhaps even surpass or just like not even have to face that challenge anymore if it's a repeated pattern, even if we fail in it. Because either way, if you don't try, you'll never succeed or fail. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> you want one or the other. Yeah. And, you know, if we don't try, we're just going to sit complacent and, you know, never move in life, never evolve, never grow. And, um, you know, it's a personal choice people have to make, but it's, 
I think the, the bigger risk is in staying put and staying where you are and not taking thoughtful chances. Thoughtful chances. Mm-hmm. It's not just a risk. You have to think yeah. about it and um, make sure yeah. it's a thoughtful risk is, is what it's about. And feel into it, which is also in a sense of thought because it's not just, yep. yeah, you're just, you're feeling me. I definitely have to feel into things. It's hard for me to just be like, yep, this is it. <laughs> 100%. That means that you're compassionate and you are in touch with your feelings. So that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yes, yes. I do have a tattoo that says Ahimsa on me. And I didn't realize. I remember even when Allie and I lived together in Hawaii. And she's like, I feel like I I literally didn't click until recently. But I remember she would always say, I feel like your message in life will be compassion. Because that's always been my my challenge, you know, in life has always been compassion for myself. I always have compassion for everybody else, everybody else, but myself. But then I've honestly grown so much, especially seriously, the moment I turned 30, there's so much I've been honoring and having more compassion for with myself, which is huge step. Yes. I have to, I totally agree. There's a shift. I don't know what it is. A shift at 30. I don't know like what happened. Early the day of. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. No, the, I really think there's like something to that. And someone, I don't know if there's a book out already about it, but someone should write a book about it because there is a huge yeah. spiritual shift that happens at around the age of 30. Absolutely. I went through it myself. So I can, I can attest to that. Yes. Yeah. Well, apparently you also just, well, I don't know. It's, it's so the Saturn return thing is so wild to me because I definitely went through it. I definitely believe in Saturn return. You're familiar with Saturn return. Yeah. I have heard of it, honestly, but I'm not, I've heard of it, but I'm not actually familiar with it. So you can tell me a little bit about it. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you. So, I mean, picture yourself when you were basically 27 to 29 and a half. Okay. And all the challenges you probably faced that were basically challenges for you to learn those lessons before your next phase of adulthood. And then you learn basically a lot about yourself, but they're often really hard times. And it does have to be right at 27. Perhaps your really challenging time was 29 to 29 and a half or mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, everybody has a Saturn return moment where they're just learning a lot of lessons because Saturn, the planet Saturn actually returns back to the spot it was when you were born every 29 and a half years or so. So a little leading up to that 29 and a half years and after is like this big boom of basically everything that you had been holding in or just all the shadows from childhood, they all come up and you just, you know, you get triggered in so many ways and then you release them. And I'm like, I, I honestly was questioning if it was real at first and then literally 27 and a half or so, I was boom, bam, boom, bam, so many things, but it made me a lot stronger of a woman. Yeah, I, you know what? Thank you for sharing that with me because I have heard of the name, but I actually never knew what that meant. And I I think there is like definite truth in that. Yeah, no, I I love that. Thank you. I'm going to start like, I'm replaying it in my mind right now. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look into it. It's so interesting to like warn your little girl about. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to probably after this look up like a book, like Saturn Return or something, see if there's a book on that. But I love learning new things. It's amazing. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And there's so much more to it, obviously. But you know, that's just like the little gist. But okay, so the Be Happy Project. Now, something about that name, I think, is another reason why a lot of people are drawn to it because the one thing that everybody is chasing is happiness. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even if they think that they're chasing the fame and the subscribers, whatever, really, mm-hmm. what they really want is happiness. So how do you come up with this name and then how has it changed since you know you started it? Oh, I love that question. So... Um, it goes back to my, for many, many years with my business, my happiness was tied. You know, if, if my, if I had success, I felt happy. If I had a moment where an opportunity was lost, I suddenly, everything came crashing down in my world. And so my, sort of my emotions were high and low, like everything was attached to whatever was occurring in my life, whether it was a person or a thing. And so I created the Be Happy Project because going through therapy after um, losing my business and my dream, I quickly realized, wait a second, I'm, I'm not happy right now at all. And wait, just because my business closed doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of a next chapter, another dream. And so, you know, 
finding happiness inside myself, which creates, I think, contentment and peace is uh, what I learned. And so the Be Happy Project, you have to learn how to just be happy. You can, people and things can bring you joy and collectively that joy creates long-term happiness. Ugh. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why I feel like I'm here in Utah, just because my parents give me, bring me so much joy and love. And that even though, you know, I love being in other places, happiness is truly what you make of it as well. And just, do you feel like it's a choice? That's another good question. So I, I think that, yes. So let me clarify. Yes. I think happiness is a choice. Um, I, however, I think there's a large group of people who struggle from, you know, legitimate mental health um, issues. And so to them and for them, it's not a choice. So I'm not talking about that group of people. Generally speaking, though, if you do not have a diagnosed mental health disease or, or issue, then I think, yes, happiness is a choice. And we can choose whether or not we stay stuck um, in feeling miserable, victimizing ourselves, and staying hyper focused on quote unquote the failure of life, whether it's you know your boyfriend breaks up with you, you've lost your job, um, you can't get pregnant, any of those things. There are ways to step out of that and continue to feel happy. Oh, I absolutely love that. That's so spot on, by the way. And also, I love that you were so compassionate for people that. Honestly, they, it's a little hard to, because of their wiring. So yeah. I also have my entire, well, not my entire life, but I definitely have long phases of depression. I'm like, I don't know why. Yeah. Just, you know, it's just a thing. But it's interesting. I've redefined my own happiness. Like right now I'm feeling very good, even if it's a yeah. different wiring in my mind. But everybody, even when someone is depressed, especially, I guess I felt felt this in my meditations, like my version of happiness. And so in a sense, I feel like I'm always also happy, which is interesting. I I love that you have enough self-awareness to get to that point. And I think, you know, a lot of times it has to do with doing the self-work to get to the self-like. I think self-love is is very difficult for a lot of people to achieve. So self-like is something that we can all obtain. Um, And I think the, you know, part of finding happiness is also the art of non-attachment. So, yeah, right. So I learned that the hard way. And this goes back to me saying I was attached emotionally to all my highs and lows in life, whether it was when I was 20 and a boyfriend broke up with me. Uh, my blood sugars having control over me or the the loss of my business, the success of my business, whatever it was, I was so attached. And so I had to learn to practice non-attachment. And it does not mean that you are cold, that you have no feelings, that you don't care, but it's this place of internal contentment where you are not holding on so tightly to people and things. And you're able to appreciate those people and things for what they are in that given moment and being present in that moment with them. And so it does take practice, but um, that's where I've been living in the last several years. And I've been so much happier, so much more at peace and content with my life. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How, okay. I love that you said self-like as well. How can we practice more self-like if it's a bit of a stretch to say self-love? Again, another compassionate message for a lot of people that have, that struggle with this big thing called self-love that people are praising these days, but sometimes it can be triggering if one doesn't feel it and then they feel like, oh, what's wrong with me? Because I have this hard time with whatever this self-love thing is, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. So I think, um, you know, to go from, oh my God, I hate myself to I love myself is really (laughs) far-fetched and sort of unattainable. So, you know, we want to practice things that are attainable. And so um, going from, oh, I don't like this to, you know, saying a self-affirmation every day, 
I like my nose because it allows me to smell. What It could be something as basic as that, taking something that you, a contrast and creating it into a pro and sort of, you know, crossing out those contrasts as, as you go. So something I'll do is I'll put like, um, I used to do this. I would put post-its around my house in like drawers. And every time I would open up a drawer, a little post-it says like, you are beautiful or I am kind would it would suddenly be like a reminder of things that I felt I was lacking or not worthy of. And so, you know, getting to a place of self-like is really just about finding our worth. And so when you are able to find your worth, you're able to attract better people. You're able to attract better jobs, better opportunities. Um, and there is more of a positive higher frequency that is being sent to us and we are able to receive it. So yeah, there's a lot of self work that has to go into creating a self like, and also yes. on social media, like following people that make you feel good. If it's, um, you know, someone that you want to emulate or a, a body type that you want to, you know, kind of look like, but not in a way that's unattainable again, it's something that's attainable. So for example, when I was really insecure about my type one diabetes and all the you know, the pump and the Dexcom, all the stuff that was attached to me, I found accounts on Instagram of people showing those things off. And I said, you know what, if they can do it, I can do it. Um, or, you know, women showing off their stretch marks, cellulites, big boobs, small boobs, whatever it is. So that's, that's where it is. It's, it's a lot of little things that creates the self-like. Absolutely. And also you were talking about self-awareness. That's a huge part of self-awareness yeah. as well. I, because when I gained some weight during quarantine, I started following two people. Too, honey. Too. <laughs> I mean, so many people, right? And yeah. that's part of my, I'm so thankful I'm 30 now. Cause I'm like, okay, cool. This is what it is, you know, but like, you had Victoria Garrick, I think it's right. Yeah, I've been following fun. her on TikTok because I'm like, yeah, girl. <laughs> and then also Meek Zazon, just people that are showing. Do you know who that yeah. is? Or Meek Zazon? I don't know if I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, and literally, her and I have the same exact body, pretty much, and body type. So seeing her just embrace yeah. it, I'm like. Oh, this is in that awareness. It's not that I'm trying to look for some body type I want to attain anymore. In fact, I just don't even, it's more so I want to see somebody that looks like me embracing yeah. it. And that makes me exactly. embrace this, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Is Meeks is on the one that also shows off her acne? Is that the same? Yeah, thing? yeah, she does yeah. that as okay. well. I, I love her account. Yeah, so there, there are people out there like that. And I think just eliminating anything that, doesn't make you feel good or people in your life that don't make you feel good, that don't show you your value and worth, creating those healthy boundaries. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Whenever, if you ever, for a moment, somebody uploads something and you feel triggered, mm -hmm. I highly, for your own self-like and self-love, recommend that you either mute them or unfollow them. I mean, yeah. they'll be fine. They'll move on without you. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's all okay. If it's someone that's your friend, I understand, but... <laughs> Yeah. It's just for your own mental health, you know, it's so important. Yeah. Or if there's somebody even, you know, I know a lot of people right now are living with family members or are stuck in places that, um, you know, they're with toxic partners, whatever it is. And so, um, and again, I'm not talking about people that are in, unfortunately, abusive situations or anything like that. I'm just talking about people that are living with people who, um, they, the people that just don't think before they speak and can say hurtful things to you. So, you know, I think just sort of muting them in your mind, which goes back to what you were saying, and just like not really hearing what they're saying and looking at what they're saying as noise. That's all it is. It's just noise. I'm not going to take this in and let it live within me. Um, I know who I am. And so, and just reminding yourself of who you are and your worth and your value. Ugh. Amen. Amen. My job no. right there. <laughs> also, speaking of worth and value, by the way, when I love that you brought up attraction as well or the law of attraction because literally, let's say you don't even want to explore more of the law of attraction or let's say you haven't even come across law of attraction. You'll still always attract what you want when you do meet your worth, yes. like elevating your worth or just meeting your worth yes. because you are 100% worthy. Absolutely. And if, and if you attract people that, you know, 
aren't worth your time and don't see your value by knowing your value and by practicing the law of attraction and knowing your worth, you're able to then say no thank you to them and just walk away without it impacting your worth, your value, things of that nature. And, you know, we all go through highs and lows in life and, you know, I'm certainly... Um, you know, recently I had an opportunity that I thought was going to work out and it sounded so amazing and it didn't. And instead of getting emotionally triggered, emotionally attached to that and suddenly feeling like, oh, I'm a horrible person. Oh my God, what am I going to do now? It didn't work out. I just quickly pick myself up and say, you know what, whatever comes, comes, whatever goes, goes, I'm still going to be okay. I I know my worth and my value. I'll find another opportunity. So, (laughs) you know, you get to this place and again, it's rewiring your mindset and you just get to this place of acknowledgement and just you know moving on look at your story you really were dead set on being a fashion designer but you also near worth and guess where you're at now look what happened <laughs> well you know i thank you um it's yeah you know i think it's um it's okay i've learned it's okay to dream another dream and have a plan b and yeah. you know yeah. life life throws us curves that we never expected and I, i've sort of learned to accept that too that even if I plan down to the last detail and I think I'm worthy of something, it may still not happen. And that's life. It's okay. It's okay. You're still worthy. You are still a good human. You're, you know, you have people that love you, whatever it is. And so um, just picking yourself back up and dusting yourself off and moving on. Absolutely. I feel like also your plan B was actually the universe's plan A for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to have to like write that on a post-it note and put it somewhere. Thank you so much. And I feel that way. I don't know if you had an initial plan A and this is your plan B, but what you are doing is so powerful and impactful. Wow. And um, I absolutely love connecting with you. So thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so interesting I love those little nuggets that come through the little messages (laughs) thank you thank you oh ooh, want to do some rapid fire questions sure yeah yeah go for it I'm an open book so go for it before we get into that though is there anything else that you feel like you want to share before we move into rapid fire Mm, um I would just recap that you know practicing daily gratitude Um, moments of joy collectively creates long-term happiness. Practicing the art of the pause and the art of non-attachment, practicing breath work um, and creating healthy, loving boundaries. All of that creates long-term happiness and Mm self-worth and self-like. So definitely practice all those. Absolutely, period. Also, I think a lot of people, you know, the majority of people that listen to this podcast, they're listening, they're feeling it, they love it. But I really highly implore you to actually set a little challenge for yourself for the next three days even just to right after this podcast to pause or even pause the podcast now and take it a pause and share some gratitude out loud to yourself, some things you're grateful for. And I mean, there's just so much power in doing that. And if you really hold yourself accountable for a short window of time, it usually ends up, you know, snowballing a bit until later days. Yes. I love that. Practicing gratitude however you can and having it snowball. into good things. Yeah. (laughs) Very good things. Very good things. (laughs) All right. Rapid fire. Okay. I'm ready. Sage or Palo Santo? Wait, what was the question? Oh my god! If you're, if you do, you, okay, do you do you like to use incense? I do. Not yes, right? yes. Okay, awesome. What are, what's your favorite incense? Oh, I okay. I don't have a favorite, but I don't like things that are too strong and distract me from the moment. Fair enough. Mm, fair yeah. enough. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Oh, night owl. I'm creative, so I'm a night owl. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I swear that I might actually try to shift to night owl. I'm such an early bird, but like I might try. Come on board. Yeah. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> song at the moment. My favorite song at the moment. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Oh my God. I 
you know, I am a, a music junkie, so I actually don't have a favorite song right now, but I love creating Spotify playlists for my different moods and things that, like, so I, I recently created a Spotify playlist just of gratitude songs. So remind uh, me of that. So, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I'll have to link it. I'll have to link yes, it. Yes, I'll share it with you. It probably isn't, but I will share it. <laughs> oh, Whatever you want. Whatever you want. You don't have to. And then favorite breakfast. Oh my God, I'm so boring. I eat the same thing every day, probably just because I have type 1 diabetes. So I don't like to mess with my sugars, but um, I eat I eat paleo low carb. So I eat like a paleo waffle with a little nutso butter on it and um, a little sugar-free syrup, coffee, tea. Literally obsessed with nutso butter. Oh, you are. So you've heard of it. Oh my God, no one's ever heard of it. So good. Ugh. Yes. I like the green one that has dried coconut. Oh, that's a good one. I um, I love the, I think it's like the Pow- Peanut Pro or Power Pro, something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it holds you over. So would highly recommend. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I had a PB&J sandwich the other day with Thanks. it. It was so good. Oh, you're a girl after my own heart. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, favorite dinner? Oh, um, oh, my goodness. I would say... I don't know. I am a healthy eater, so I'm just really boring. But what I can tell you I love is, oh, my God, it's an addiction of mine, is eating peanut butter out of a jar. It's the, I can just tell you that's oh. my, my obsession. So I switched the <laughs> obsession a little bit, but there you go. <laughs> so good. I like almond butter out of a jar. Yeah. Oh, almond butter. And peanut butter. And peanut butter. I've transferred over to almond butter in the recent weeks, and it, I'm going through those jars, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel yeah. Do you know your sun, moon, and rising zodiac signs? Okay. Or one of them? Not really, but I do know I'm I'm an Aries, so I'm like fiery uh-huh. and independent. And uh, what are you? So I'm a Leo. Ooh, I love Leos. Those are <laughs> cool people. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not as much as into astrology as I am to like um, the Enneagram. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but that's... Oh, what's your Enneagram number? Oh, my Enneagram number is a four. Are you into the Enneagram? I, I kind of am. I'm a, I'm a seven. Ooh, my daughter's a seven. Ooh, I love seven. Really? Yes. That's so cool. But then I also resonate with the one. Oh, those are like totally opposite numbers. You're going to have to tune in next week. We have an Enneagram expert coming on. I've been studying it for like 20 years, but it's not me. But I have someone else coming on on our live to talk about it. You do not sound like a one. I'm telling you that right now. So oh, really? well, I'm probably a seven because every time I take the test, I'm a seven. But you're not a one. No, I can tell in your voice. No, not that you're not. I can tell in your voice. I was actually um, a girl that DM'd me, and she's like, "I think you're a one because your life number's a one." And I don't think. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Work. Okay, seven. Yeah, it is. We'll talk after this. Yeah, we'll talk after. This. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> How about any animal that your soul connects with? Ooh. A butterfly. That's my soul. That's my spirit, sister, bug. <laughs> my mug right now that my sister got me has a beautiful big butterfly on it. I love butterflies. Oh, me too. Yeah. They're so magical. And every time I just feel like it's spirit saying hi. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, Are you reading any books or listening to any podcasts at the moment? Ooh, I'm listening to your podcast, of course. Um, you are? Oh, no, 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 podcast, of course. Um, and I love, I, I listen to some meditation podcasts before I go to bed. I switch them up. Um, in terms of books, I am currently rereading The Law of Attraction right now. So Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know what book I might reread? Right. I don't know why I feel called to reread it, but Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Something about the gratitude, positive mindset piece in it. That's like beautiful. That's a great book. And I think there's so much magic in rereading a book you read many, many years ago. Yeah. And seeing how much you've grown, especially when you look back yeah. on your notes in the book, you're like, damn, I- I'm in a good place now. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I've done that work. So, <laughs> for sure. Or like even listening to Abraham Hicks and Esther yeah. between when I first started listening and now it's just so wildly different. Yep. Just I totally because we feel like, I feel like we know more or I pick up more things even if I re-listen to things. It's interesting. Yep. You hear more rather than just listen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So people re-listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, define. You know what? We never really defined it. We kind of did, but not really. Define happiness. Ooh, okay. So I think that happiness is collecting moments of joy yeah that's yeah. 
that's what it is. Don't don't put pressure on yourself to always be positive and always be happy because it's it's life. Stuff happens, and so if you're able to live in the present moment and collect moments of joy with people and things, um, you're gonna feel happy. In the Beautiful. End. I love that, and that makes it so much more simple because it's you know when people say be happy, but you're not feeling so happy. That's a little hard, but find something to be yeah. joyful about, or find something that lights you up. That's something that anybody can do, whatever mood they're in. Sometimes. Yeah. And you know what, but you do feel an incredible shift in your mindset. Somebody just, whoever's listening, please practice it. It really, you'll feel good at the end of it. Just keep collecting moments of joy because you're watering the good stuff and then the good stuff grows. So that's how it works. That's beautiful. I love that. Oh, this is one of my favorite questions. So the universe gave you free, so no cost whatsoever. Uh, bill, free billboards to share one message across the main highways and major cities all around the world. What would these billboards read? Um, oh my goodness. This is a really tough question. I'm usually not so stumped. Um, just, I don't know, like live life happy. I don't know. Just, um, I really don't know. This is off the top of my head, but yeah, just something about like being in the present moment, riding, riding the wave, mm. riding, you know, stuff like that. That's your message. I love it. By the way, this just popped in my mind. Have you listened to the uh, Dixie D'Amelio song, Be Happy? Um, I don't think so. She's a famous TikToker, but she just released a song about a month or two ago. She's a young girl. She's young. She's like 19 That's and you know, she has like tens of millions of followers in less than a year and so she released her first song be happy and i thought it was really cute and she says sometimes i don't want to be happy don't hold it against me if i'm down just let me be sad oh there's so much truth and i love that someone who had millions of followers said because i think people put a lot of um weight on numbers in life like you have to be married by a certain age you have to know what you want to do by a certain age you should be a certain weight you know number on the scale you have a certain number of followers let that stuff go there is no number that holds true for everyone this is your life you have to live it and stay true to yourself and just don't let people dictate who you should be do not let people dictate who you should be no Uh -uh. nope (laughs) you walk into a time traveling portal and you see your 16 year old self your 16 year old dana max what would you whisper in her ear to prepare for her journey ahead oh my god i love that question um i would tell that person that i know you don't feel seen and heard but your life is going to be magical. And it may not be the way that you had planned it to be, but it's going to be beautiful. You're doing okay. Yeah. I literally just got chills. Because <laughs> as you were saying that, I was picturing saying that to my 16-year-old self, and that's like exactly what she oh, needs. I, I think a lot of people do. We feel so worthless at that age yeah, and what we're finding ourselves. And it's such a difficult age. So, um, yeah, that's what I would say. Ugh. Beautiful. So this is the last question that I ask all your magic guests. Mm. How would you advise the Euro Magic listeners to create their own magic? Ooh, I love that too. You know, I think there's so much power and beauty in all of us, and we just have to be in a place to recognize it and let the good stuff grow and allow our soul to shine. We all bring something unique and worthy to this world. We're here for a reason. And so like, you know, just releasing your magic, which means allowing yourself to be vulnerable, um, allowing your truth to be heard, sharing your story because it will, it will inspire other people. Um, and just creating magic around you, like just be yourself, be free. Like don't live in a world where you're so worried about other people judging you all the time. You are worthy. You are magical. You are special in your own right. And you better believe it. That's and what you I know say. what? On top of that, piggybacking off that, because I, I absolutely love that message and that couldn't be, that's so true. That's just the absolute, absolute truth. And something just popped in my mind is I think a lot of people feel like they're not worth it because they think that they need to be a certain way to be loved. But at the same time, if you just show up as you are right now, there's somebody that needs to see that and can relate. Oh, I love that. 
Yeah, I think uh, there's someone for everyone out there. It takes time. And I learned that it's it's not on our watch. It's on the universe's watch. So, uh-huh. you know, don't give up hope and don't, give, you know, you can put faith and fear way the same. And so, you know, it's your choice what you allow yourself to live in. And so um, whenever I'm feeling afraid or fearful of something like I haven't achieved something or, you know, why is this not happening for me? I decide to put my hope into faith instead. And um, I hang out with the fear. You know what? The more you hang out with your fear, the less scary it's going to be. So um, yeah, that's I love that. That's what I'm going to end on. Yeah. (laughs) So, so spot on. So beautiful. Everything that you said, seriously, Dana Max, I'm so thankful you came on. Thank you so much for having me. I I truly mean it. You, you're just, I love the name of your podcast, of course, and you are magical. And again, this is about living your authentic truth. You live authentically. You really, um, really match the name of your podcast. And so thank you so much for this like magical hour. It's been incredible. So, uh, but before you go, everybody to find you, where can everyone, where can everyone find you? So definitely check out the be happy project on Instagram and Facebook and join the community and join the project. And that will be linked in the show notes. Thank you. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. The Pyrite is monthly and the gold membership is just a one-time payment. But don't forget that experience called home. You can visit that at Euromagic.life forward slash home. And that will be with Brie Melanson and I, my fellow alien channeling palladian boss babe (laughs) all right well thank you so so much and have a magical rest of your day